describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. segment in the show where we randomly roll a monster from the random encounter tables. We then discuss the monster, and then we have the monster fight the current champ from the random encounters. Right, and we are we we have said episode 100 is so special. It's it's out of the standard uh, uh, it's kind of like the multi-universe. It's a different thread. So everything that happened then didn't count. Mm-hmm. It's like a dream sequence or something yes, like that. Yeah, got it. We've woken up. We've woken up. So the pesty, the pesty is still the champion, Paul. Oh, is that the little guy that runs around and steals steal stuff? stuff. Right. I like those guys. So he's, he's still the champ. So now we have to, re, we have to roll for a new and, and the great thing about it is he wins. He's unusual because he wins if he just simply steals something from you and gets away. Is that right? Right. Because he right. has no attack. Right. He has no <laughs> Zero. <laughs> zero. Like yeah, a cat has, has more attacks. Right. If he escapes, he wins. That's okay, right. I love it. Okay, so what we do is we have a die here that we roll to decide whether we will be using the Monster Manual 2. Again, I have no idea why I ever wanted to use Monster Manual 2. And the Fiend Folio. Mm-hmm. These dice are from the Angry Monk. We just said, this is so compelling, he's doing chores. And stuff. He's ironing a shirt. Well, we're glad we can help. <laughs> no, he's leaving. He can't even do them at the same time. He's... Oh, okay. I got it. Right. He'd rather do chores than... Right. Fiend polio. Okay, okay, good. All right, so I will start rolling dice. So I am going, we are looking at the Fiend Folio. We are heading to the back to the random encounter tables. James, I will need you to roll a D10 to determine what area we are in, what geographic area. D10, sir. D10. Two. Well, this makes sense. We are in a dungeon. We are in a dungeon. Uh... We're on monster. Oh well, we'll find out. But we're in the dungeon. That makes sense because those guys hang out right in the dungeon. In the dungeon. So I and there are dragons. We've done dragons and dungeons. Check. Yes, that'd be a good name. Don't ever say we do not follow the mission. Be a good name for a game. So now I need you to roll another d10 because we need to see how far deep we are. Nine. Not good for the pesty. He he, Decepticon. That's good too. We are all right. Monster level nine. I like how it gets smaller. The charts get, they shrink because you get deep. Okay. Yeah. So shrinkage. So yeah. I need you to roll a percentile. I've heard of that. What's in the pool? Roll a percentile, please. 24. 
A storm giant. Ooh. Wait, a storm giant is hanging out in a dungeon? Why not? He's too tall. Apparently he's in a cave. How's he getting in and out? He'll bring him stuff. Maybe he has, he has a rock that flies him. Well, let's find out. That's right. Because this is odd. I never thought of well, running you, into. Yep. Could you imagine that? So you're in a dungeon and you just run into a storm giant. I thought they were like on a mountain, on like a castle. The, I, I believe you're correct. But apparently he's... Well, there's a, there's a storm giant that was captured by, in the giant series. Of course, those buildings were giants. So he or mm -hmm. she could fit there. They, I think it's in the fire giant one. So, so we're on page 45. 45. Of, of the, the monster manual. Yes. Storm giant. Okay, don't look, James. How frequent are storm giants? I'm going to say very rare. They are rare. Oh. A little troubling. How many appear? One to two. One to four. Wow. What about the kids? Uh, AC? One. You are correct, sir. Movement? 18? 15. I think you are, well, you're wrong, but I think you should be right. Because if you think about their size. Right. I mean, they so, their stride should be. Bad. Yes. This is pretty slow, actually. Right. They're like. <laughs> they're like the slow storm. So yeah, so they're not just like they're not like chariots of fire. No, it's not. Don't don't have that music in your head while they're running. Well, it is, but in slow motion. In slow motion, right? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? They that should is. be like thirty or something. I would think so. Just stepping on you, right? Okay. Um, hit dice. Twenty one, twenty two, fifteen, oh, 15. plus two to seven. I love that. Like. Why would you just do, like, 16? Like, right. why is it 15 plus 2 to 7? Want to make sure you have at least uh, 21 hit points. So you could. I was just about to do the minimum. So you could have a storm giant if you had, like, crazy, crazy rolls. That 17 had, points. He's like, a, he's like the me. I'm scrawny. He's just a scrawny. <laughs> he's the Dan of Dan. Of yeah, Sunday. he's a scrawny. He's the runt mm -hmm. of the litter. Okay. Exactly. All right. Um, number of attacks. I'm going to say one. Correct. Damage? Well, I think you can throw things and attack, but the normal attack's probably like 6 to 48 or something. Pretty close. 7 to 42. Okay. So that's basically him slap. That's like him Will Smith slapping you. That's right. You've said something about his wife and it <laughs> knocks you across the, the galaxy. Intelligence? I'm going to say high. Exceptional. Okay, even better. Alignment? A chaotic good. You are correct, sir. How tall are they? Uh, 21 feet tall. Perfect. 21 feet tall. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the storm giant. The okay, most, I can look at it again? You may now look yeah. at it, sir. You may open your books. I love that drawing. I don't know if we know who did it. It's a great drawing. On the page the there. storm giant. Yes. The storm giant, the most powerful and respected true giant. Wait. What's a false giant? True giant? What's a not a true giant? You mean like a giant troll, stuff like that? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Or an Etten. Etten's not a, okay. mm -hmm. a giant. Gollum is not a giant. Gollum's not a giant. The most powerful and respected true giant is the storm giant. These great genry recluses. Titan. Is the Titan a giant? If, you're not, if you are not under the giant category, if you're not under right, then, the giant so Titan comma, would not be Titan would be bigger. But it's not a true giant. I think, yeah, I think you've got to be in this section. Right. These 
Great, generally reclusive creatures inhabit only out-of-the-way places. So I guess this is a dun- dungeon that's definitely out of the way. It's definitely out of the way. Their abodes are typically, oh, here we go, James, are typically cloud islands. That's awesome. I love the idea of a cloud island. Cloud giants, of course, are on cloud islands, too. Mountain peaks or underwater. That's, nine, that's, that's 100%. And there the storm giants build their spacious castles. Okay. What's going on? What? Well, we're in a dungeon. Right. Did I screw this up? No, you're in a dungeon. Well, it says 60% are on cloud. Are we on a cloud island? We could be underwater. There could be a dungeon underwater. And, and there, the storm giants build their spacious castles. So you think we're like, this dungeon is basically like underground, is like part of the castle? Yeah. Underneath. We're in a storm giant? Like we've... So you could find a dungeon and you don't realize that it's at the top of the mountain is like the castle. You're like in the, mm-hmm. oh, so we're sneaking in. Right. Well, he's sneaking steal. steal stuff. That's why the, the thing is here. The pets. Oh, he's coming in to steal some scraps. Right. Well, he's from the, from the storm giant. Monster level nine giant. Yes. Storm giant. There it is right there. Mm-hmm. Monster level nine. Yeah. I don't I think want... it takes the ecology into play. I think it's just random monsters. That are appropriate for He's life. walking through. <laughs> Apparently. He's just coming through. Okay. So, all right. So, we're in the, uh, the halls of the Storm, storm giant. giant. Okay. Great Owl. Seven. Halls of the Storm Giant. Yep. There are, and that'd be a great cover, wouldn't it? It is. So, it is 30% probable that the layers of Storm Giants will have animals as guards and or pets. Should we roll to see if like, sure. we, first we get the pet? Yeah. Do that. You go ahead and roll. I'm going to be... 49. Sorry. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, for, for the pesty. Yeah. Unless that means we face a storm giant. Storm giants dwelling on cloud islands or mountain peaks. Oh, so he is on a mountain peak, isn't he? Because we're in the dungeon. Right. I mean, it could be an underwater dungeon. Could be. Underwater? Hey, what do you mean underwater? <laughs> Their boat is underwater? They could have it underwater. Yeah, they don't need to breathe, apparently. What? Why not? Why do they have to breathe? Don't be so aerial. It's underwater storm giant? That's, yeah, is, there, is that the Grogwag? That's not your phone? I don't know how to turn it off. Because that's why. You don't know. It can't be mine because I know <laughs> I, mine's on just for the purpose of if someone calls the Grogwag. Someone asked me how big the pesty is, so I'm looking. I don't it. understand this underwater business. I find it very odd. Storm giant's dwelling on cloud islands or mountain peaks. Because Poseidon, if it's kind of tied into Poseidon, lived under the water, god of seas and storms, right? Storms are known for that. Why, why does a storm have to be above? It could be... So wait, we need to roll a percentage to see if we are on a cloud island, a mountain peak, sure. or underwater. You should do that. Okay. I rolled a <laughs> 16. You what? have to assign... Go ahead. What well, I started with a 60, 30, 10. Okay. We're on a cloud island. So we're on a cloud island. So we are in the dungeon... The dungeon of the cloud island. Got it. There's Does it hang underneath the cloud? Okay. I don't know. You, I think you could figure that. That's why, that's why it's poking out. That's how you find it. It's like, oh, crap. The cloud didn't, go, didn't cover the... Does it move? Yes, like the, the cloud, the cloud moves. So like it comes through. Like, like it's like, hey, there's like, it's just like heading on over. Right. Because it travels with the wind. Okay. So basically, I'm like hanging out, and this cloud comes by. I'm like sitting in like a mountain peak, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden parks. Like, oh, this is awesome. Right. This dungeon. Right. Parks right there. 
Probably it goes with the storm fronts. Right. The clouds move, right? Clouds right. move. It just kind of goes along. Well, goes, rain's coming. Yeah. Well, or, what's this? That's right. Okay. When he wakes up, that's when the storms come. Yeah. When he's sleeping, that's when it's quiet, just normal clouds. There's okay, your, now there's your lore. Way, that's getting way there's, too fantasy. There's your lore. There. How's that? That's like a kid's fantasy story. I'm a man. Okay. <laughs> no, last this time you said I was a woman. I have that documented. <laughs> so, all right. So he's, all right. Now here's the problem is he will have storm giants dwelling on cloud islands or mountain peaks will have, will have one or two rocks, 70%, which they will also employ as riding animals or griffins. So I'm going to roll for that. Four. And now let me see if he has one or two. James, he has one rock, okay? Now, I don't know where this rock Where's is. The, no paper, no scissor. Got it. Right, but he's got a rock. Those storm giants who dwell underwater, this is awesome. We'll have two to eight sea lions. Right. Oh, that's oh. adventures waiting to be written. Yeah. That's got to that turn this thing off. This is, that, that adventure is waiting to be written, don't you think? Yes. The underwater, all right, hold on a second here. I'm going to turn it off. Go to you don't know how. No, stop. To... I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Unlike other sorts of giants, storm giants do not hurl rocks. Ah, I did for not they, know that. For they I have for... magical properties and spells, which they employ instead. So they're just all like. Yeah. Like the wizard. Okay. A storm giant is able to hurl a lightning. Oh, so that's what they hurl. A lightning bolt. Oh, this is bad. Of eight eight-sided dice affect once per day. All storm giants, do you have to, so if you hurl a lightning bolt, do you have to, you don't hit. Is there, oh, you just have to spell. I yeah. just say yeah, for a, half. Right. But it hits, does it hit me? Uh, you Automatically? Make, uh, if you're in the range, yeah. Right, so it's, it's like magic missiles. It's right. not like I can dodge it. Uh, if you're in the range, it, you, if you're in the area of effect, you get hit. It's like that stupid rod. Beguiled. Right, you're beguiled <laughs> you're by beguiled. getting <laughs> electrocuted. Exactly. <laughs> well, okay, this is going to be bad. We're picking the wrong place. All storm giants are able to levitate twice per day. So he rises up in the air and is like, then yeah. casts a lightning. That's a scary And he can lift weights up to 30,000 gold pieces in, in addition to their own body weight. Wow. That's massive. So, so he could throw stuff. He could like throw that like, big like. We can't throw it. He can lift it. Levitates, not telekinesis. Levitate. Oh, but can he? But then he can like li- rise in the air and drop it on me. It's true. He could drop a piano on me. He could drop whatever he liked. His big piano. <laughs> Because he's always got those laying around. He's playing music. All right. <laughs> so the storm giant is playing the piano. It's already made. It's, it's writing itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they are able to. Ah. See, you James, mean, you never, always stop reading. They are able. That's actually opposite what they said in Saturday. It's always, always read. Now, yours is always stop reading. Always right? stop reading. They are able to breathe normally underwater. It's just, so any of them, they can just dive underwater. Right. So storm giant should be an underwater encounter. I'm sure it's an underwater encounter. Uh, possibly. Sure, I would have so to look like it up. So he's like battling a sperm whale or a squid. That that was awkward, but yeah, sure, why not? Wow, this is amazing. Probably wrestling them. Right. Note that storm giants okay are able dwelling underwater are able to cast lightning bolts and move at normal speed. So you could just see like an enormous electrical flash underwater. Right. right. So he could take your boat down. I could have him to us in Denkanan. That's right. A lightning bolt just from below. Right. Right up the keister. <laughs> that would be bad. It's like the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were shaking our moneymaker. 
And what did we get? A lightning bolt. We got bolted. Ride the lightning. That's right. Another classic album. Okay. I'm look again. I have. To, I'm like your law clerk. You, yeah. You say things like, "Oh, he should be able to counter it on water." So now I'm looking up water encounters to see if you can encounter a storm giant. Well, if you're my law clerk, I just want to make sure that you don't like, you know, leak. Any, I'm like, going to show you what I got, but I'm not going to leak it. No, I'm not going to leak it. Okay. I, I may leak your email address if uh, if you don't, don't keep, if you don't start taking my emails my cell phone when you claim that I don't send you something that's right that was rude uh, withdrawn <laughs> so. when they desire to do so storm giants are able to form any of the following spells one at a time once each per day so it's interesting the lightning bolt okay, really before, isn't a spell before we continue. Yes. Oh, I know why you turned to that page. Yeah, of course, that's Appendix C, Darlene. Page 180 mm -hmm. from 3 of 79. Deep water encounters below 100 feet. Number 25, Storm Giant. There's nothing good happening on this page that you're encountering. Is there? This is all bad. Triton's like, not too bad. Oh, really? But, I mean, they're all very powerful. They might be sure. nice. Yeah, mermen are not too bad. What's a masher? A masher? Wait, a masher. And what? this is the regular, this is the DMG. This yeah. is, that would be a real... Did you want to know this encounter, folks? You're going to be waiting a while. I think I'm rubbing off on you, James. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> usually what I would do. I'm like, what's a mash? I don't even know what a mash because is. It doesn't, oh, because it doesn't have a picture. Right. So we need it to be drawn for flipping and turning, right? It's not in the list. What's a masher? It's right there. These worm-like fish. Oh, okay. Move slowly along coral well, reefs. I, I'm sorry. I, what I meant by it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a listing. Maybe I was looking. Oh, in you the, mean it's not in the back on the Appendix E? I'm looking. Men, mammals. There's no masher. There's no masher. Okay, that's what I'm saying. They forgot about the masher. Who, who do we have to call again? Oh, Jody screwed Jody's, up. I'm not saying, we're not, we're not, don't say that. Hang we on, just, let's roll. Jody screwed up. Hang on. Because she can't always just get a free pass. She can. She's not better than us. Really? Well, <laughs> well she's, she is. Well, actually. technically, she's a, a million times a New York, better than us. A New York than Times best-selling right. author. Yes, that's right. I could be if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Okay, did Jody screw up? No, but someone did. Someone it did. wasn't her. It wasn't her. She's just, she's following orders. All right. What's yeah, the I, I think you owe her an apology. Okay. These worm-like fish move slowly around coral reefs, crushing and eating the coral growth. If surprised or threatened, they are prone to attack in, quote, Self-defense. It's in quotes. Wow. Mashers have a number of dorsal spines, four feet long with poisonous secretions, of course. So that's favorite eye. An individual have four, six, or eight. Unless fought from directly ahead or underneath, the masher is able to jut these spines so it's prevent attack or be stuck with the spine. Save versus poison or be killed. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard of the masher till today. And I've looked at that page on Dreads because on what page is it on? It's on page 65. It's at the, the, the name is at the lower left yes. corner. You ignore it because mm -hmm. you just, you look at Manicor, you look at Mastodon, you look at Mammoth. You do not look at Masher. Holy Miss Masher. I feel like that's a Judas Priest song. Masher. 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 Looking for me. Looking for potatoes. Masher. <laughs> wants you to eat. That's right. It's a clap from British Steel. Yes. All British right. Stainless Steel. Yes. All right. So the masher. So the storm giant. So we, yes. if anyone knows of an adventure that has the masher, a masher in it, yeah, please put that in an official TSR or Dragon magazine thing that has a masher in it. Boring, isn't it? I know, but who came up with that? Okay. Okay. So now we have to rewind. I'll we be are, Ernie. You're in trouble. That's fine. 
It was Ernie as a kid. We, we a seven-year-old. We have to... Right. Daddy, Daddy, look. Masher. Okay, fine. I'll put it in. Yeah. Daddy says he won't put my masher in. It's too boring. <laughs> fine, but no picture. There's no picture. All right. So the storm giant. Um, okay. So is the lightning bolt is not really technically a spell for him, right? Because it says other spells. It doesn't say it's a lightning bolt spell. It's just something he gets to do. It says cast lightning bolts. Oh, cast lightning bolts. But then he can do the other spells. Okay, whatever. Predict weather. Call lightning. Wow. So he can then call lightning of three bolts. Control winds. Weather summoning. When aroused for combat, Ooh. he's aroused. So we don't want to arouse the storm no. giant. Arousing the storm giant. <laughs> that's, arousing, that's a good one, too. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, you got to do the... Hold on. Arousing the storm giant. <laughs> okay. All right. Where was I? When aroused for combat, it is probable that a storm giant will summon, oh God, a storm and call lightning. That could be very useful if we have, what was it? If we're the, uh, if we're the uh, druid or is it the bard? Yes, the, the, the bard. Call was, lightning. You, need, you have to have a storm unless you, there's no storm, you're in trouble. You're going to call lightning. I'll call lightning. Okay, for this weather is most favored by an angry storm giant in battle. Oh, so when he gets angry, he summons a big storm. Right. Okay. <clears throat> storm giants are not harmed by electrical energy, even including such discharges as blue dragon breath. That's very specific. Uh, description. The skin coloration of storm giants ranges from pale light green to violet, the former being typical of those specimens, which are marine. Oh, yeah. so they're pale light. They're like Aquaman. Or violet. Yeah, but it said the former is for... Oh, that's right. right? So they're like, okay, so they're like, the creature from the Black Lagoon. All right, so they're like a green. Yeah. Down below. Yeah, they're like uh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would win between Neptune and a storm giant? Would it be close? No, it wouldn't be close. Neptune's a god. Okay. Well, we could look it up. We, we don't have need books. to. Green-colored storm giants have dark green hair. So it's like seaweed. Yes. And emerald green eyes. While other storm giants tend toward deep violet. Or blue-black hair coloration with silvery gray or purple eyes. Oh, it's like part ogre. Okay. Disturbing. So there's your cloud. There's your cloud castle. I like that. Yes. And they so, are right. So we're in the dungeon of the castle of the cloud island. Yeah. How do we get in? And what are we? Where are you on a page? What are you? Well, because we call Sniad? them pesty, but they're sniads. So sniads. that's on page eighty-three. Yes, the sniad are on page eighty-three of the. Folio, small bipeds, light brown in color. They, like, the storm giant is so majestic and regal. And then there's this dude, the Sniad. <laughs> Let me in. I'm a small biped, light brown in color, with particularly high dexterity. Yeah. <laughs> you really take to this guy? Yeah. He kind of looks like me. Look. You're Sniad like, yeah. I have Sniad like qualities. And I look like a storm giant. Yes. Storm Giants. I have a beard. Storm Giants uh, scatological production, maybe, but. Oh, yeah, Storm Giants scat. <laughs> I'm the scat man. <laughs> da da dee, da da da. Storm Giants scat. Oh, so what you're saying is we're sneaking into the. Uh, the I see like a really regal bathroom. Right. In the course. Cloud Castle, right? The, it's like marble. And, right. Right? Running water. It's beautiful. Um, oh, you're right, because it comes right from the cloud. Right. He's fresh, piping it in. Right, and then he dumps it onto the people below. <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> the poor goats. The, the poor goat farmer. You claw storm giant. Come back man. here, I'll show you. 
crap. Suck it, fat. He's just rude. This way is chaotic. He's rude. Okay, so yes. By lightning, that's the that's the least thing you have to worry about. So small bipeds. We're not reading this one again. No, no, but I just want to get a sense, right? So yeah, okay. So we live in small passages adjoining dungeon quarters. Okay, so that's all you do is you steal stuff. Okay, so you snuck in. Who? Wait, who are you? Am I the? Am I the Snyad? Or are you the? You're always the challenger. So I'm the. Oh, so I'm the storm giant. Right. So I'm sitting. I'm I'm reading like Wizard Weekly. Right. I'm on the. uh, I'm right. I'm 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 in I'm in the Louvre. Right. And I'm going to try to steal something from you. Okay. All right. Because the sole objective is leaving their tunnels and approach a party of ventures to steal small items of treasure. Well, I'm EQ times 10 and S. So That's what would it be? What, Q what, times 10. What would, what would be something that you'd be taking? Which one of the gems. tables? Gems, coins, piece of jewelry, small weapons alike. Oh, that's what you're taking. Well, Q is nothing. What else was I? S? S is potions and scrolls, and E is... Uh, jewelry, yeah, I've got jewelry. So shall we roll for a piece of jewelry that I'm wearing? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Well, let's we figure do? out what. It, let's go back to what treasure type you said. Q. The storm giant has E Q times ten. Yeah, E and is S. E is the main treasure. So okay. this is on him. The Q is the personal items. Okay. Okay. So he has gems, fifty percent. Let's just say well, he let's has roll a to gem. see what I have. Well, no, you have to take what you have to take. Right. I understand. We're going to roll each to figure out how many gems. Q times ten. Oh, well, well, there's, well, there's only a 30% chance I have any. No, Q, Q times 10, right? Q? Q. Oh, yeah. Wait. It's 50%, oh, 1 true. to 4 on page 105. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I thought it was on the other. Oh, you're right. Oh, I got 10. Oh, I'm going to have tons. One. Yeah, I got tons. Oh, I'm like loaded. Oh, my God. Two, three, four, five. All right, we get the point. You've made your point. So there's seven D four. So he's probably got thirty gems on him. Wow! Right. So sort of hanging down on like a pocket. Yeah, like we're not going to figure it out. He's going to pick one. Yes. We're going right. to we're going to give him a chance to pick like one to six of them if he's successful. So do you think because I'm like sit crouching down, they're like resting on the floor? You know, do I have like a robe? And so are they just like sitting on the floor? Do you think? Because like if I had to squat, you know, so all the gems are just all right waiting there. All right. So I'm um, coming in. And um, what do I see? You're in the bathroom. So it's initially. Oh, that's right. Surprise. That's me. That's you're the one walking in. Right. I see you on the pot. I'm two oh, and a yeah, half feet tall. Your chance of surprising me is probably pretty high. It's I mean, 90%. I'm, kind of, I'm in this. Oh, is it really? Yes. And, and it's even worse because I'm. I'm, I'm you're concentrating. I am. So we're going to have to figure out surprise. So it's not, he has 90% of the chance of time to be. To surprise. So uh, I'm going to roll percentage. I could surprise you, though, couldn't you, I? You, I you, you, you certainly can. Right, because you didn't hear anything. Right, so uh, you roll. I'm going to see if, I, if I'm surprised, because I walk in this bathroom and I don't you expect... You hadn't heard any noises. Six, I'm not surprised. You're the exact opposite of surprise. So now you roll percentages. 71, you are surprised. Right, so I don't know that you're right. So now we have to convert that into segments. So it's on a six, right? It's on a six. Aren't we going to convert? So yeah, so it's five seven one times six. Yeah, four segments. Four point two, something like that. Okay, four segments. I'm going to say. Well, you so you rolled a, or did that? Is that the equivalent? Okay, four. All right, fine. Well, ninety percent of the time is close to five out of six. Yeah, sixteen percent times five is eighty something. It's like five and a half seconds. Okay, so. 
Again, the most you could be surprised is five, five, five. five and a half segments. So, you, so what are you you're saying? This is going to be I've, I've surprised 71 you for, times 5.5? Yeah, I'm, I, no, I'm saying I'm surprised you for four segments. Okay. That's I a, move at 21. So that is, so that's, I'm surprised for 24 seconds. Is that, wait, 24 right. seconds? Yes. So you get 24 seconds. Of action. That's right. So you just, yeah, you stepped in there and you're like, oh my God. This bathroom is taken. Right. It's ocu- you didn't see the occupied side. Right. So I am, so what I'm going to do, we're going to say the room is, since you're surprised, I'm within 10 feet of you. Because it's 10 to 30 feet. Yeah. So I'm going to run in, you're grab. Crazy. You're crazy, dude. You're I'm gonna, crazy. I'm grabbing, your, I'm grabbing your stuff. So I'm going to have to make, I'm going to say I'm going to stuff to make a to hit roll, right? There has to be some kind of, I have to do something. Or to you, could do, you could do a pickpockets equivalent. Okay, I'll do a pickpockets equivalent. Now, it's now, 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 wait a second. Are you going to adjust this? Do you adjust, don't you adjust pick? Look, the, the uh, Storm Giant. It talks about adjusting. One of the books talks about adjusting the pickpocketing. So in other words, where are the gems? Are they resting on the floor? Meaning in my pocket, mm-hmm. but where are they? Are they up on me? Are they because you know if I'm if I've got a big robe, right? And I'm squatting, they could be resting on the floor of my pocket. Right, there right? could be a giant sack of right. of rocks. Is my is my pocket right resting? We're gonna use the angry monk dice on the floor. Okay. okay. No. Oh, it gets interesting. Where is it then? Is it? Ask me a question. Is it on a belt loop? Does he have like a little? Oh, so I've taken it off. Right. Oh, so I'm like, I'm completely. Well, yeah, that's true. Because you don't. Well, want he has like a tunic dipping. with a robe. Yeah, you know, you don't the robe. Yeah. Yeah, yes, maybe he says exactly. That's horrible. Yeah. That'd be horrible. And no one's. I'm the storm. I do anything I want. That's right. I want to walk around in my tidy whiteies. Only the rocks see me. That's right. Some of my tidy whiteies. Right. Okay. All right. So, what happened was. It was on the hook, but it fell down on the ground. Is that what you're Correct. I didn't hear it because I was busy, and you know, I just don't care. Right. So I you, get... you really had you were you were running to the bathroom for a reason. Oh yeah, because in 24 seconds, oh, this is terrible. I mean, I'm gonna have to get up in the middle of all this. Right. You have to get up. Oh, I'm gonna be aroused. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Better believe that. Okay. Something. Exactly. All right. So, 20, I come in now. We're going to go to the pickpockets. Yes. Right? I guess we could do it that way, sure. Well, I mean, I don't know. We improv- I mean, you got to sometimes figure out rules. I mean, that's basically what he's doing. Right. I like it. Right? Does it give you a pickpocket? It doesn't give No, you- it just says the sole objective is to leave their tunnels, approach a party, and steal items of treasure. They will never attack and avoid physical combat. Well, now, maybe you shouldn't use the pickpockets table because it's not on his person. Right. Is in pickpockets. He's just grabbing it. It's a, it's a grab. It's a, I think he's just going to grab, grab and, and I'm going to say he's going to take one to three items and then leave. Well, okay, but you may be noisy. You may slip. It's a bathroom. There could be water. Yeah, I'm going to give him a dex check. Is there, is there water on the floor? No. No, it's a very clean bathroom. Wow. Yeah, the rocks are cleaning up. Okay. Right. So Maybe I, there's a rock on the ceiling. I'm going to give him a saving throw. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna pull Dave Thompson. I'm gonna give him a saving throw, and that's all gonna adjudicate that he he's successful in grabbing and run out the door in tw- in 24 seconds. My God! And do you realize I'm gonna probably kill the staff who stole my <laughs> gems? Exactly. What do you think? Some snyad just walked in here while I'm using the bathroom. Right. Oh hell, hell's breaking loose, buddy. Well, yeah, especially I'm sure he counts his rocks. I'm sure he plays with his gems all the time. Keeps track of them. 
Oh boy. Yes, I'm like. So small. I'm gonna say it's a dexterity thing because he gets a plus three. So I'm just gonna roll. To see what. Wait, but you're saying okay. Well, you're you're what level are He's you? A first level fighter. Oh, you're first level fighter. Um, so what would you do to save versus? I'm gonna do a save versus uh, petrification. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. You freeze. That's it. <laughs> you petrification. Freeze. Oh, are you serious? You need a fifteen. But I get plus three because I have a dex bonus. So I'm you need a twelve things. or higher. Yeah. Here we go. Nope. So he's. I'm going to say he grabbed the thing, but he's still in the room when now it's initiative. Okay, so we are declaring. That's right, we're declaring. I'm running out the door. I grab some, Wait. I grab some rocks and I'm running out the door. Is it relevant? You know, am I? Am I? Are, are, you, are, you, are you in the act of uh, relieving yourself? Yes. <laughs> Exclamation point. You're squeezing one out. That, uh, you ever see how you play this? As a DM, there should be some adjustment. <laughs> That's right. Well, it depends. What, what's your action? I know what your action is. <laughs> Oh, you, you better hope I don't get you, dude. This is not going to go well for you. You're concentrating. All of a sudden, you look down, and he looks up at you. He's got all these gems in his hands. I'm sticking your head in this toilet. <laughs> you can catch me. Oh, good point. All okay. Right. So, so I'm going to try. Well, I'm going to try to. You're going to try to grapple me? I'm going to try to. Yes. Exactly. I'm, running out, I'm running out the door. Okay, so now it's initiative. initiative. Oh, That's you right. better hope you win this thing. Take a D6. Six. Oh my gosh, you're so lucky. This little snyad. Four. Four. So, uh, I am I cl- am I close enough to? You have two cut. rounds. So you be, that's two segments before I can do anything. Right. And, you got twelve seconds. And, I'm, and am I close enough to uh, get you get an opportunity attack? Because I'm running. No, I'm not close. In other words, I'm not within ten feet of you. I'm like. So you're out of there. I'm. Yeah. I'm like a, so I'm. I got two segments of twenty-one. I'm forty feet away from you. Okay. And running. And you, what do you want to do? You're going to try to chase me? Yeah, well, that was my declared action was to try to grab you. Okay, so you, you've pinched the loaf off, and now you're running after me naked down the, down the hall. <laughs> da, 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 oh, wait a second. Is it like George Costanza? Kind of like do I have my underwear at my legs? I don't know. I think you have to make a dex check. All right, let me see if my underwear... Okay, all right, because, like, my underwear is, right. like... you kind of stumble over. You're so enraged. All right. So what do you... Oh, it's all for my dexterity. I don't know. Just see what you roll. Oh, uh, you, well, I need to figure out what my dexterity 46. I'll give you an droplet. Two... <laughs> Two? Six, okay. So we're at eight. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so it's about average. You snyad, come back here. One. Oh. They rip. They (laughs) fly through the air. (laughs) Oh, that's not a look. That is not a good look there. Okay. All right. So So I'm changing. Oh, what? Oh, this is a ridiculous 15. I move at 21, so I am ahead Oh, of you. come on. So that's an issue. How tall? Stop. How tall are you? Oh, that's right. Hold on. Uh, how tall am I? I'm two and a half feet tall. So you move faster at two and a half feet, and I am, I'm 21 feet. I should step on you. Okay. okay. Well, right. but it's not happening, so. All right. Okay, so it's initiative. What are you going to do? You're, I'm about 50 feet away from you, running away I'm never going to... Right, you go, and, and you're going faster than me, as right. I say. All right, well... What, you can do something else. I am. Oh, God. We're inside a bathroom. No, you're outside the bathroom now. I've, I've oh, I didn't know where the end... I didn't know where you, like, snuck into. How you snuck into, like, a I went through, in the no, bathroom? I went, through, I went out the front door. So you're like... Oh, so now it's like Benny Hill. That's why I was just doing the Benny Hill music. Yeah, you're running around the Cloud Castle dungeon. Exactly. Oh, well, I'm doing a... Oh, hold on. What do I have here? I have a lightning bolt. I have predict weather. I'm going to do predict weather. No. Okay. Uh, control winds. I've already you done that. You probably need to control winds after <laughs> what you did in the bathroom. That was the first spell I cast. 
uh, weather summoning. Well, I'm going to do a lightning bolt. Uh, you know, I don't care what happens. I can withstand this thing. I'm a fryer arse. Okay. So initiative. All right. Those gems Two. are worth it. Six. Oh, you can't? Okay, initiative. So roll your eight. How many dice? Lightning bolt is a eight-sided, eight eight-sided dice. All right, so roll eight eight-sided dice. You mean bring bring out your eight-sided. You how many eight-sided do you have? Is that an eight-sided? There's another one. So I'll do these twice. This so is I got not four. Eight-sided. That's an eight-sided. Okay, sorry. You got me cheating. Okay. So that's 15. 16, 19. All right. Plus. Oh, 19. 18. And 18. 19 and 18? 37. Oh, well, I mean, do we really need to count? Okay. Yes. You get a save. So I get a save through a plus three. Nope. Wah, wah. Three. And so you go. Stupid pesties. He's, he's going to call the Orkin man. Oh, you get, you get, uh, you get, uh, what is it? Uh, you get uh, divine intervention. Chief. Oh, yeah. the pe- I'm going to feed you to a rock. There's nothing left of him. You just blew him up. They like him. They like, like him well done. They like him fried. Silence. Silence from the pesty deities. You decide to steal from the wrong dude. Very rude. We have a new champ. We do. We do. Storm. Pesty. Stormy. Stormy Daniels. Well, my name is Dan. It's true. Stormy Daniels. Right? That's true. I like it. You like it? All right. And I was disrobed. Distune it. No, it's disrobed. Oh, Matt, hold on. I got, forgot to do that. Gotta put the music on. Stormy Daniels. I think I'm gonna go to the bathroom in this robe. <laughs> we didn't roll to see if I was a male or a female. That's true. You can roll it. Alright, am I. Not me. Yeah, you No, no. Is, is Stormy Daniels a man? No. No, it's a female. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a bad movie. It is a bad 70s movie. <laughs> This is 78. It's, not, it's supposed to be 82. 82. 82. Well, I'm sure they had some ones like that. All okay. Right. Stormy Daniels, the female storm giant. Done. New champ. New champ. She's okay. going to reign for a long time. Okay. In her cloud castle. Oh, God. Well. It is like a, it is like a little VCR movie, right? Stormy Daniels <laughs> in the cloud castle. <laughs> the problem with pesties. I mean, and pesties shows up. I'm here for your gems. That's right. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> you would read that? No. <laughs> I think you had to go in the back end for those. You would read Stormy Daniels, the aroused Stormy <laughs> The aroused. The arousal of Stormy. The arousal of Stormy Daniels. A storm, a storm, a storm yeah. arises. A storm, yes. Stormy Daniel arises. A Stormy Daniel arouses. arouses. <laughs> Whatever. Work on that script, James. Let me get on that, too. How get many on other, that. How many other things do I have to do? Okay. Oh, killing me. This work is killing me. All right, next. We did, we did this last time. We are keeping this from the previous universe, the fight familiar uh, thing. You mean when animals attack? Yes, when animals attack. And these Magic users. <laughs> when animals attack. Magic, Magic users. users. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Okay. So, yes. So, this is this segment, new segment. We ran right. a pilot. And James, just the, the, the response was incredible. Yes. So, we've decided to keep it. 
this is where a we roll up a first level magic user. Yes, very quickly. Are we going to keep rolling up a magic user every single time? Oh, no, this guy lived. So right. you have, do you have his stats? Yeah, somewhere. Really matters. It's like a Waffle House napkin. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. He has five hit, should... He has four hit points. That's the only thing that's... And he has darts. That's the important uh, thing. No, I think we should randomly roll the hit points each time and randomly roll the spell. That'd be easy. That's all we need to do. Okay. Right? Because he yep. has one spell memorized. And what happens is he randomly comes upon an animal. Yeah. And and then they... Well, last time was a cat, which I thought he was going to lose to, but he did He won. Not. What are we going to do this time? Anyone have any... So we, like, ordinary rat is out there, squirrel. I like falcon. Ooh. The falcon. Oh, a falcon. Okay, he'll fight a falcon. Yeah. So it it has to be from the... Mon we have to finish the monster manual, too, first. So he's bird he's at the park. He's bird watching. Right. And he tries to feed a falcon. And the falcon assaults him. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and he was going to win. So, James, would you like to roll a d4 for his hit points? Sure. We do this well, what, what's, what we have to do is con. He may oh, okay. actually have a con. So let's, you, you roll his con, I'll roll okay. his hit points. Yeah, but his con should be 3d6, because you yeah, know he's going to give the low right, right. score of the con. Two. It's, already, it's already over. But he may have, he may have a minus. Oh, negative. Seven. Seven. Uh, I don't think that's a negative. Okay, I'll look up to see if that's a negative. He has four hit points if it's not a negative. That's weird for seven con. Yeah, he's tough. He is tough. But that's the way first edition goes. He's strange. Strange results. Con, he's a seven. No, he's fine. Okay. Six would have been a minus one. This is the minimum con for a fighter character. He could have been a fighter. Oh. Well, he probably doesn't have strength. All right. And we're going to keep him with darts this time, or are we choosing another weapon? Um, we should randomly roll the weapon. There's right. only, like, so many he can have, right? right? Yep. We so. should randomly roll the weapon. So, magic. I mean, the player's handbook, of course, somewhere... I'm flipping and turning. I am on page 19. Yeah. He, yeah, there's only it's either dagger, dart, or staff, so he might as well roll a d6. Wow. He has a staff. He has a staff. So he's out with a staff. Is that d6 damage? I yeah. Think? D6. He's out with a staff, and he comes across a... Falcon. Falcon. Which is in, you know, the best book ever, as the Monster Manual 2, page 64. So, right below, of course, the... Executioner's Hood. Which, of course, we needed. So he's, his spells are randomly rolled. Right. And where is the starting? He gets, he gets a... Uh, That's a D36. Is it really for first level? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Either 36 or 30. I want to say it's 36. The 30. My brain is fried from... All right. It, it, no, it, it, yeah, 30. 30. Okay. 30, all right. I can't believe... We gotta need to order a 30. Uh, 27. Pincer's floating disc. All right. Uh, he can't start with that, but okay. Oh, he can't? Nope. Why not? It says in the DMG you can't start with that. Then roll again. He doesn't have it there. It's just false. No, I lied. Uh, 13. Identify. Oh, oh, so you're trying to identify birds. Right. Come here, bird. Magical Come here, birds. He's looking for magical birds. He's looking for magical birds aren't real. So he's looking for birds, and uh, all right, so he's trying to identify. He was confused about the spell. Right. He thinks it's like, to identify, you can like identify birds, or yeah, or maybe like, yeah, he thinks it's a magical falcon. Come here. He's got some food, and the falcon attacks. Okay, so are you the falcon? I'm the falcon. Okay. You're the magic user. All right. So I'm the magic user, so I guess I need to roll to see if I'm surprised, because he just sort of attacks me. <laughs> Right? Well, falcons, this is on page 64. Falcons and hawks are common. And I assume it's a small falcon. It's not yes, a large. It's got to be the, yes, we got to start bottom. Yeah. So this is a regular small falcon. 
So these are common? Attack is typically by pl pump plummeting die from 100 feet or higher. This increases the to-hit probability of two and inflicts twice the normal damage, but no beak attack is then possible. Oh my gosh. They are never surprised. Wow. So the question is, am I surprised? If taken... Yeah. Uh, if the same birds can be set upon opponents, blah, 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 blah. However... Opponent has unprotected eyes. A beak to hit will be twenty five percent of actually blinding one eye too. Well, obviously, I have unprotected eyes. I don't want to see sunglasses. Right. I don't well, know. You, need, you need your decks too. I'm going to save three d six for decks. Yeah, that seems fair. Uh, thirteen. 13. Oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good, but, but still not ten. Okay, so the question is, am I surprised? Yes. Please be surprised. Oh, we need a name for the magic. This guy. Uh, what's the name of this guy? Well, they call him Blue Falcon when <laughs> Falcons attack. I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. Well, very good. So I see him coming. All right. He's, so he's bi-bombing? So we're declaring. Yeah, declaring. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to like... I think I would instinctively try to whack him with my... Whack him with my stack. Wait, can I... Par oh, what's the thing where you, like, do it defensively? With, like, oh, parry? You don't get... You have to see if you have No, I'm going to try to whack. I'm not going to parry. I don't want to do a parry. I'm going to try to whack him with my staff. Okay. Okay. He's, he's dive-bombing on you. How many attacks do you get? Uh, I'm going to get two attacks. Oh my gosh, two claws? Yeah. You're like poking my eyes out? I'm going to claw you. I can't do a beat because I'm, I'm descending down. Okay, all right. So now we're rolling for initiative. Yes, initiative. It really doesn't matter because it's like charging. I'm charging you, so. Oh, you go first? Yes, I'm going first. Oh, okay. It, it's it's going to be simultaneous. You're trying to whack me as I'm hitting you. Okay, all right, let's do it. What's your armor class, 10? Yeah, because yes. my deck's only 13. That's right. He needs an 8. He or she. He or she. That's, That's cockeyed. Ooh, 16. 16. It's Ooh, it's a miss. Oh, okay. So, to hit. so he hit once, so you take two points of damage. Oh, okay. Automatically? Out. Yeah, you, he does double that damage, which is normally one. Oh, so now I had four hit points. Yes, you're lucky. You I survived. Now you have to roll to hit him. Okay. Ten. You miss. It's not like waving at a bee. <laughs> <laughs> so people are watching. Like, damn, look at that's going on. Right, so, so now it's uh, initiative. He's going to come around. He's not going to dive bomb. He's just going to... He's actually landed on you. Now he's trying to claw and peck at you. This is like the movie The, movie the Birds. That's right. That's a start of Run, everyone, run! They're attacking! <laughs> okay, so now it's initiative. Yes, he's attacking. He's good. He's... Wait, so I'm whacking him? Yeah, you're trying to hit him in the, the head. With my own staff. <laughs> so if I roll low, I probably hit myself? Yeah, I don't know. We'll worry about that later. Oh, simultaneously. Simultaneous. Yeah, that right. makes sense. He gets three attacks. You get one, your one attack. Oh, so he's now at three. Yeah, he's... he's... claw <laughs> And he's pecking. Never gonna survive this thing. Okay, <laughs> that's what they're saying. Let alive. me go first. How many hit points do you have? Oh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Right, roll to hit. Oh, what do you mean? Doesn't matter. Well, you miss. AC's AC's five. Even when you're on my head, I'm flying around you. No, oh. <laughs> you need a sixteen. Oh my god. Go ahead. Falcon is. If you had darts, you had a chance. Okay, Falcon has. One minus one hit points. He has more. Let's see how many hit points. Yeah, let's see how many hit points. One minus one. He has two hit points. Oh, okay. Is, if I hit, I would have had a chance. You would have had a chance. I had twice the hit points of you. All right, let's see if he hits you. 20. Oh my gosh. 14. I'm pretty sure it's a hit. AC 10. One minus one. Yep, he hits. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. And then, oh, he pokes you in the eye. Is there like a percentage chance you poke my eye out? Yeah, 25%. You wanna roll that or you want me to roll it? Well, it's your. You should roll it. You're. Oh, uh, no. But with that, you take three more points. You're unconscious. You're unconscious right. One. Maybe someone will bind my wounds. Does he eat me? Uh, so I'm in. So I'm, so I'm, so I'm, so I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm bleeding out. 
Wait till we roll to see if someone comes and tries to save me. Okay, sure. This I is... don't think any. Like, to, at least to, like shoo them away. <laughs> Why? If people come and do people care in this park in Greyhawk? <laughs> no. No, it's straight. Crazy. No. No. It's none of our business. Don't get involved. I'm going to say he's a B class. People are asking what kind of uh, aerial aerial maneuvering. He's at least A or B. Probably, probably a B. What are you doing with me? You like uh, eating me? Yeah, I'm pecking your eyes out and gouging you. Do I get divine? No, that's a different segment. No, that's a different segment. You just get assaulted by a falcon. And I bleed out. You're dead. He eats me alive. <laughs> Ew, I was unconscious. He just eats. That's disgusting. Yes, you, you, he missed. He yeah, mi- he I missed, missed every time. You missed every time, and the falcon hit multiple times. So, magic users versus ordinary animals right. is now one, one and one. One and one. One and one. Fal- okay. Falcon versus a ma- first level magic user. Falcon. Falcon defeats first level magic. Right. Okay. When you think power, you know, again, those Falcons that are out there, I mean, we're probably equivalent to first level magic users. We should be, if we see any kind of bird of prey, run yeah. for your life. Because they're going to kill you. Okay. Uh, he didn't even get a chance to cast Identify. <laughs> That's true. That poor bastard. All right. Sage advice. I was getting ready to drink those mini carp. Right, sage, sage okay. advice. We're ready for sage advice. So, this is the segment. This is the segment where we ask one of us ask the other questions from sage advice from Dragon Magazine. We see how sagacious the answerer is. Right, and I am the one who will be doing the answering this round. James will be asking me the questions, and then we will read the answers to see how well we did. Right, and so this continues from issue 71, which was written by his favorite author, Roger Moore. Ooh. Roger Moore did the answers to this, this sage advice? Yes, remember, and you, but it's the topic that you hate, which is solid answers to astral questions. Is that we moved on? No, we have plenty of, there's tons of questions. Wow. Tons, wow. pages, five pages of questions. Wow. We're not even close to being done, sir. No, sir. Okay. No, sir. You're doing this just to make sure I like... I need extra study, so I become I'm become like the world's expert on like right. You will you will be okay. uh, you mm-hmm. will know you will know this. You will be become very sagacious. To this. Okay. You're just retaliating against me because I asked you questions about the uh, those crazy questions, the the, the science questions. Uh, yes, you did pretty good. You liked it. I did. I thought they were great. I'm bringing them next time. I'm bringing them back. Take this as a, a patient of, of joy and mm-hmm. want to share exciting. Let's see. Shrink this down. Bigger. Try to show the folks at home what we're doing. Okay. So you answered a few of these questions. So let's, there is one here that I thought was very germane to what we just did. Okay. Which is, if a magic user has a familiar, how fast can the familiar travel astrally? Oh, I don't even know, like, how fast one travels. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to say the same speed as the magic user. <laughs> I don't know a lot about movement of familiars. I thought, doesn't a familiar just move the normal movement of, of any animal? So... 
I guess so. I mean, I guess I can I hold on to my familiar? I don't know. So What's, I mean, what, what, I, what, is your, what is your answer? Well, I, I don't know a lot about movement rates in the astral plane. Movement rates in the astral plane. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's basically the same as any the rate for any other creature moving in the astral plane. Okay. Familiars, but not pets, are assumed to be able to travel at the velocity based on the magic user's intelligence if they are within 12 inches of the magic user. Beyond that range, they move at a rate based on their natural intelligence score. A minimum score of two is suggested even for a creature that has of animal intelligence. There you go. Okay, now, well, so, I have no idea why, how he came up with that, but yeah, that's, what, that's what he said. Because it seems to me there's two issues here. The first is, what is the normal movement rate of a familiar? The second is, what is the movement rate of anything in the astral plane? Right. And James, because I know sometimes you get confused about this, the astral plane is the one that's like the superhighway to right. the outer planes. It is the superhighway, correct. It's not what surrounds us. It's, it's, it's heading out. Right, so not the ethereal plane that's around us. That's the interstate. Correct. That's right. So, well, familiars in general... There's only so many familiars. They, the familiars, of course, just move, right, with their... With their normal movement. But right. some, this is, obviously has to do something, again, intelligence in the astral plane. Is that what your movement? So where is it? So the astral plane discussion is pro primarily where? Deities? Deities and, and uh, dungeon masters guy. You want to look at the... Because now, well, now, now the question becomes, well, what's the movement in the astral plane in general? Right. I mean, I never really thought. I know. That it, when do you have that silver cord? There's a silver cord that attaches to you, don't you? Right. And you get well, in trouble if it snaps. You're in right. Big and you're in big trouble. That's how you travel with one of the spells, isn't that, it? That's the astral plane. Correct. So, so movement in the astral plane. There's astral combat. There's the psychic wind. You weren't prepared for this. Astral travel. I was not. So Same. I'm on page 117 of deities and demigods. Okay. Astral travel is possible by various means, including... That's true. See, that's the problem, is there's different ways to move, right? There's magic spells and psionic discipline. All right, so it touches. We, all, we know that. Beings in an astral state move from place to place simply by concentrating upon moving to their desired destination. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. I'm like a blink dog. Right. You just say, I want to go here. Oh. So... It really isn't like a big highway. It's more people popping around. Yes. Because we had had, remember we had what, the Litchie was heading out? And she well, it is, a, it is a highway because there's creatures. Then it's because it takes, we know that when a soul dies or a spirit dies, it takes so many days in the astral plane to get to the outer plane. Oh, that's right. So the, so the beings are, so if you're, if you're not dead, it's not your soul, you're, otherwise you're popping around. But so why am I encountering anything? Because they happen to be where I land? Why would I be, if, if I'm not a soul, if I'm, I'm alive, why am I encountering anything? The DM should check for encounters three times on the first journey between two points. Yep. The first three times. The journey between two points. Oh, wait. Oh, oh okay. All right. No, no, you don't blink. You just like, it's like you just put it into your phone. It's like GPS. You type it in. Right? Beings and astral move from place to place simply by concentrating. Oh, so that just means I concentrate, but now I've got to travel right. there. I don't blink. It doesn't right. sound like I blink No, there. you're just, you're, you're willing yourself to go there. It's like autopilot. It's yeah. like a self-driving car. You plug it in. Yeah, it's a self-driving car. So now the question is, what's the speed? 
I don't see anything about, I mean, it may be here somewhere. Does anyone know anything about speed? Oh, it's, it's saying, are assumed to travel at the velocity based on the magic's intelligence. So clearly, they're saying intelligent people, more intelligent the faster you move in the astral plane. That's, that's what I'm inferring by this answer. Right, but we, and this may be somewhere, but we don't know exactly where right. that is. No, because we didn't read the whole thing. No, and that's probably boring to people. We have to read it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Was I sleeping? Okay. All right. But that I, is I what he says. Got, I never would have gotten that. No, I, I would have got it either. So you're... Okay, but if anyone wants to know, there's the answer. Okay. That is the answer. That's okay. Okay. Here's, here's another psychic. Here's another interesting question. Yes. Well, I think if an astrally projecting character is wounded but survives to come back to his or her material body, is all the damage taken removed? I would, I would say no. I don't know why ethereal damage wouldn't be real damage. I would say... Or astral. Or astral. I, I, I think it's real damage. I think you're right. Ding, ding. No, the psychic trauma of being wounded, because the idea is you're not actually physically being damaged because your body's still here. That's the idea. Oh. The psychic trauma of being wounded will still be present, though the material body will be unharmed. The person will appear exhausted and may possibly have sympathetic or imaginary pains in the parts of his body that received the wounding. Normal cover ties applied, magical spells approach may be used to restore hip points. Wait, so when I travel astrally, wait, it's not my, wait, it's not me? It's a projection? It can be. It can be. It's not always, though. It doesn't have to be. Because there's spells where I can go to the I can, right. I can, can go to the gain, outer plane. Right, you can go. You can physically go to the outer planes, but other times in astral projection, you're that's the silver cord one. Uh, it's a little bit like that spell. Magic users, a spell, like a projection spell or something. I think so. Yeah, so project image or one of those. Yeah. So oh, so is it the question? Did it ask about projection in the question or just no. ask general? Okay. All right, but so this so even if it is projection, it is still damage. Yes. Got it. That's it's what he's almost saying. like illusionary damage, right? Kind of like yes, psychic you, damage. Right. It's like you've been hit by bad news because mm -hmm. you you assume, or an illusion damage where you have you've convinced yourself that taken down. It's like Freddy Krueger, like you're still That's right. You might be sleeping. But... Can't get out. Uh, okay. All right. Here's an interesting one. This will really couldn't clerics who worship a deity who lives on the astral planes be allowed to recover spells more than once? There are deities that live on the astral plane? Apparently. Well, could they recover them more? Then, well, wait a second. So when I, when I pray, I pray to my deity. Right. Well, really, well it depends. It depends what level spell it is. That's right. It could be the minion. But the, the idea is that the visits per day, I always assumed was like, well, they're only going to respond so often. Right. He's suggesting like there's better reception. Yeah, and because you're at the home office, you can get, you can go more frequently there. Oh wait, so if, oh if I'm in right, couldn't clerics who worship a deity who lives on the astral plane be allowed to recover? Yeah, so this all this is in the connotation you're in the astral plane. Oh yeah, so I'm like there. Right, right. So I don't have to call. Right. Who <laughs> thinks of these questions? Obviously. And who answered them? Roger Moore, your favorite person. Wow. Uh, you know, look, the astral plane's a big place. I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I, it seems to me that the answer is probably no. 
That's what I'm going to say, because I think it's still a big place. So I'm going to say no. Okay. To every rule, see the preceding question, which we didn't answer. There is always one exception, and, and, and this ahem is one of them. Drew right. clerics, but not magic whose object of worship normally resides in Aspen, may repeatedly recover spells while astral, though the above stated time limits still apply. So what it's saying is, the previous question is, how long does it take to recover spells for casting astrally? The spellcaster, whether praying, will find it takes the same amount of time to recover spells, but instead of sleeping, the spellcaster must remain at rest, unmoving for the state length. As mentioned in the original article, spellcasters may only attempt to gain new spells once per any single astral journey. Oh. So. Oh, because when you're, oh, because when I'm astrally, it's like time suspended. Yeah, you're like, exactly, time doesn't. Oh, so the, okay, so it's per astral journey is what he right. said. Okay. Makes, the peculiar magical properties of the plane make it impossible for normal spellcasters to gain any new spells after that. But now I'm wondering, like, what deities are in the astral? I know that. I, that's why I like that one. Who's in the app? Anyone on the chat? And identify deities that reside in the... What a weird place to reside. Yeah. I mean, it, no, it's not even... Who are those guys? Who are the demons? Who are the boat guys? Oh, the Charon demons? I mean, they're not, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're a lot. But Charon demon... Well, he's a demon anyway. He's not a deity. All right. Okay. So that was interesting. Do not include... So people are like, please, for the love of God, don't... Think of Oh, can I'll you imagine? Out there. Long time no, 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 no. That's what I'm doing. I'm writing the, uh, so the, uh, the adventure, the tournament adventure, I think is going to be in the astral plane. <laughs> we should be able to recruit lots of DMs for that. Like, that's not going to invite controversy. No, not at all. Not, not one bit. In fact, that's where you, st- <laughs> you start in the astral plane. Yes. Hey, oh, yeah, that would be yes. a nightmare. That literally would be a nightmare. Okay. I think next year the masher should be our... Are we... Our... our are uh, <laughs> Mascot? Mascot. The yeah, master. Big fish. Big, <laughs> big puffer fish with whatever. It's not yeah. puffer fish. It's got the little protruding yes. We're going to do your Have You Ever. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do Have You Ever. Have You Ever. So this is the segment of the show where we, uh, basically, it's, it's like a, well, to Have You Ever. <laughs> it's a choose Your Own Adventure. Choose Your Own Adventure, but you can't choose your own adventure because you're playing an assassin. Right, so it's Have You Ever Played an Assassin? This was inspired by uh, Kelly Villamere's column from his great First Encounter magazine. And Rob Ritchie in Flipping and Turning has written a new version of it. This is Have You Ever Played a One-Eyed Half-Orc Cleric Assassin in a Captured City? If I recall correctly, uh, well, we're Half-Assin. I know that's that's correct. Half-Assin is actually working for the good side now, right? He's he was working for the baddies, but he's actually now trying to rescue, if I recall correctly, right, the, uh, the queen. Right. Right. right? So right. the royal city, I'll, I'll make this real fast, but the royals, for, to catch people up, the royal city of Cortanvas has been overrun by an enemy army led by the wicked general Gaz. Good Queen Mabel right. has been thrown into her own dungeon beneath the palace, and a group of loyalists want you to infiltrate the palace. Rescue Queen Mabel and scout out the enemy's defenses so they can mount a counterattack. The fools don't realize that you are a spy for General Gas, but the money they offered is good enough to overcome your loyalty and a promised royal pardon for you may, for your many, many wicked crimes would be a nice thing to have in any case. So we are actually, although we are half assed in the evil cleric, mm-hmm. we are working to get Mabel out. Right. Because we follow the mighty gold coin. Right. But we could go either way. 
You never know what, what could right. happen. If I recall correctly, last time, it's been a long time. It has been. Right? We were in the, we were in the, uh, we were in the cemetery. We, we did the cemetery. We did the cemetery, right? The seats were heavily patrolled. Right. So we climbed the wall and entered the cemetery. So now we have escaping the shadows. You make your way to your destination. We haven't done this yet, have we? No. A sham tomb that hides an entrance to a secret tunnel that leads into the palace. Slipping through the false bars and into the darkness, you feel your way down narrow, high-ceiling steps, which lead deep, deep down into chill earth. Deep, deep down into the chill earth. In the light cast by your magic sword, our breath begins to smoke as it grows colder and colder. You spot something slimy covering the ceiling ten feet above the steps. So, just to remind you, you are a half-orc cleric assassin. Spells, if you haven't used them... You can use them. Include, you know, protection from good, resist cold. I think there's a spell failure if it's... Uh... We have not been rolling for that because we have a nine wisdom. Yes. So, players need to remember that. So, choice number one. Light and throw your Molotov cocktail. So, number one is Molotov cocktail. Yes, you spotted something slimy covering the ceiling ten feet above. The steps. One, throw a Molotov cocktail. Okay. Two, dash down the steps as quickly as possible. Okay. Three, belly crawl down the steps. Four, throw dagger, then dash down the stairs. Dash and dagger and dash. Dagger and dash. The old dagger and dash. Yeah, old classic. It is. Number five, throw dagger, then attack. The dagger and attack. Throw dagger and attack what? The slime? With the, sword. The thing, yeah. whatever it's up I'm assuming, yes. Six, okay. apply poison, then attack with sword. Okay. Seven, drink your potion of invisibility and move silently down the stairs. Eight, cast sanctuary and move silently down the stairs. Nine, cast resist cold, then dash down the stairs. Ten, read the continual light scroll, then dash down the stairs. Okay. So there, there it is. There are your things. So people, put down, over the next you know, 30 or 40 seconds, put down what you like. I doesn't matter for me because I am a dead man. Now, the spell failure, it's, I think he gave the rules for the spell failure, correct? If you try to do something. He did, since we have a nine wisdom. Yeah, so... Due to your low wisdom, Halfassin has a chance of spell failure when attempting to cast spells, though this does not include the reading of scrolls. When resolving a choice that includes the casting of spells, roll a d20, and values of 4 or lower indicate the spell has failed. Follow instructions indicated for each okay. answer. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So I think I am going to uh, throw the Molotov cocktail. You're going to go with the number one. I've died already. But I like the idea of... I want to see what, how Rob adjudicates the sanctuary. So I'm, gonna, I'm going for number eight. So you know what sanctuary does, correct? Yeah, sanctuary... Is, yeah, I mean, it gives you, like, protection something. Like a defensive type. Oh, no, you, you're not attacked. You attack something else. It, it has... To, the creature that wants to attack you has to make a saving mm-hmm. in order to attack. So whether this will work or not will be very interesting. No, I'm not sure we did the... Uh... 
I don't remember a, a coliseum, a, a mausoleum, and bones and malevolent shadows. No, we didn't do that. <laughs> wah, wah. That's fine. Okay. So, um, you're casting Sanctuary. All right. So, make your choices. We'll give you, what, about 10 more seconds for people yeah. online to make their choices. Um, all right. <laughs> Go back to Mausoleum. Wrong, but you All right. Moving on. So, the, uh, so we've got people answering. I'm going to start five. Four, three, two, one, and we're ready. Okay. Got a couple of people did number one, like you, sir. Okay, let me answers being on page 42. And you could play along at home with your friends, amaze your friends by downloading, flipping, and turning free. Go to Smoldering Dung Games, which will give you the free link, or you can buy hard copies and help out Rob in his quest to continue to keep old school gaming alive. Number one, the Molotov cocktail. Fire hits the brown mold. Oh, brown mold. Brown mold. Directly, and it grows exponentially. Right. You are frozen solid and die. Yes. Did we die that way before? Yes. Isn't that one of the incomprehensible deaths? That is the incomprehensible death. I did it again? Did it again. I've learned nothing. You've learned nothing. Fast and definitely hasn't learned. What if it had been uh, Grey Ooze? Would fire have worked well then? Uh, fire could have helped, yeah. Okay. Uh, because it said slime, so I was thinking... It could have been a green slime. It could have been one of those. You yeah, or, or, or a gray ooze. I thought it was a slime or an ooze. Because what did it, didn't it say? What did it say? Did it say it something dark. slimy? Slimy. Oh, but it goes colder and colder. Yes. Is it? Do they give off cold? Yes, they suck up the heat. That's why it's colder. Shoot. Okay. All right, I'm dead. You're dead. Number Should two. I clap? Say but it. I can go back in time next time. Mm-hmm. Right. Do sanctuary. Do sanctuary. Maybe you can change your... You have a premonition. Exactly. That's right, we'll do this one again. I'll probably die again. They thought you would, you know, unfortunately, they all fell down the path with you. Did they? We got a lot of ones. Is brown mold slimy? Are you rules lawing? Are you really rules lawing now? Well, I'm dead. Why wouldn't I? Wow. Once you're dead, don't you think? That's fine. Once you're dead. Some other people are still playing. Would you like to finish that before you look up brown mold? This is all about me, James. Wow. It said slimy. Brown mold. All right, hold on. I think it's under mold. Uh, mold comma. That's right, because there's yellow. All sorts of right. All right. Brown mold grows anywhere beneath the surface of the ground. It is light tan to golden brown in color. It cannot stand high concentrations of ultraviolet light. Would it be blah, blah, blah? Where a patch of brown mold grows, the temperature will be below average. So I should have known that. If a creature walks in, all right. I don't know. Probably. Certainly could be. Okay. It's not precluding it from being. Right? It's not precluding it. All right. What was number two? Number two. Who does number two work for? Number two oh, is, I got it, I got it. Dash down the steps. Ah, the dash. The, the dash. The intense cold of the brown mold does 12 points of damage to you before you get past. You started with hit points of 35, so you've lost 12. Okay. That one. Belly so crawl. This works. Ah. Crawl, because you're within, you're outside of the That's range. outside of the range of pain. Four. Four dagger, than dash. Lose dagger, but otherwise, take no damage. Wow, if you dash, that's good. Okay. okay. Throw right. a dagger and attack. After several rounds of combat, you are frozen solid and die. Ah, that's too bad. Poison and attack, I assume that's the same. Yeah, after several rounds of combat, you're frozen solid and die. <laughs> uh, seven. What was seven? Po- potion invisible, then move. 
Take 18 points of damage before you get past the brown mold. Uh, eight is sanctuary of the move. Take 18 points uh, of damage. So you're still... Are, well, you're dead, and you I died at the guard. I died from the guard. Right, okay. Nine. But uh, resist cold, then step... Now, this works? Of course. So wait, so but brown did, mold... Did, is resist cold, does, does he, assuming that there's no... Didn't he have to roll to see... Does he have a scroll of resist cold, or...? Oh, yeah, we see, we forgot to do that. Yeah, what was it? What number I have to roll to see if I actually made it. I did make it. Cast Sanctuary. Sanctuary was a spell, not a scroll. And Resist Cold was a spell. So, yeah, so, who, did anyone do it? I'll roll for them. No one did, uh, Lloyd, uh, no one did Sanctuary. Well, actually, Ron did Sanctuary. Did anyone do Resist Cold? No. Why does resist cold work? Is it the cold that gets you? Oh, the cold, cold that gets you. Right, yeah. He's, it's he not sucks like the spores. Heat. Yeah, no, it's, it sucks your heat out of you. So the yellow is the one that bursts. Right, that's right. Okay, so brown just... You Both freeze. are bad. Both are right. horrible. Molds are horrible. Most things in the monster manual. Right, that's yeah. why it's the, the prim in the book. Monster. <clears throat> and the last one? Last one was continue light, then dash down. Oh, because the dash is good. The intense cold of the brown mold does 12 points of damage. I like how some of them didn't do any damage if you just dashed. I guess I missed some. Oh, yeah, good point. Well, all right. Come complain to the editor. If you don't so, like those answers, that is, you can talk to Rob. Yes, complain to the editor of flipping and turning things. <laughs> so I should have known. Yeah, cold. So, you know, there's always clues So in I there. can write down James dead. Yes. And Dan dead. Did I mention dead? After many rounds after, after James died. Well, it's not that many rounds. Many. I think it was like three or four. Of, a lot of, no, plus the cemetery. I think <laughs> that counts. We skipped the cemetery. Probably well, would have died. round. Probably was. Well, I didn't, did I? That's, well, you know, I guess it's technically correct, so. All right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Are you ready for Artifact Roadshow? I'm going to do the Artifact Road. Sure. So this is a, a newish segment. Yep. Which uh, is uh, not modeled on Antiques Roadshow. No, nothing like it. This is the Artifact Roadshow. Right. Where James plays a, a sage, an identifier. I'm, I, I'm an employee of Saul's Pass the Pearl Identity. Right. And you're sent out to help identify magic items that people bring and present to you. Correct. So I will randomly roll... By going to the DMG, James has no idea. James, do you have any idea what item? No, I see. No, this there is not rehearsed. Nothing of the sort. Absolutely not. I've not no discussed idea. this with you. I'm randomly rolling this completely. Okay. Right. So I'm starting on table three, page one twenty one. The magic items. Oh, James, shocked. Okay. All right. I am now turning to another table. I will not identify. Away. Looking away. This is what I roll for those of you playing at home where I'm heading. I can look kind of over here. Yeah, sorry. You're like the storm giant. Turn right. away. Okay. Concentrate. <laughs> you need to take a break? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, you don't need to you don't need a storm giant break? No, I don't need a storm giant break. I think I'm fine. We will after this session. Are you around? No, I'm not around. Okay. Oh wait, wait. Wait, what am I saying? No, 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 that's not right. Oh, no, that is right. Okay, hold on. That is right. Okay. 
Hang on. I need to. I need to look up what this looks like. <laughs> Who turned off my phone? <laughs> oh, my phone be. Well, but if I don't describe it, you're not going to be able to. You got to be able to figure out what it is. Right. 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 That's true. So, hold on just a second here. It's okay. Break in the act. Take a storm giant. Everyone out, everyone out there, take a storm giant break. Yes. Wait, is there, wait, you got a picture. Where's the weapons picture? Oh. Uh, I got rogues? I can't. Oh, it's, uh, no, I, I, it's, it's in the Dun- adventurer's log. Oh, I don't think I yes. have. I don't think you let me that. borrow your adventurer's yeah, log. That's exactly where I, it is. I don't know where it is. Okay, hold on. It's coming here. Have you played the music? I did, but it was super loud, so I'm turning it off. We were all using one mic, so we're a little bit lower than. Okay. I'm hoping this other thing will charge up. If I was more knowledgeable about things, I would. Okay. Take your time. We're totally live. Don't look over here. Okay, I'm not the player's hand. Get away. Of course. I need to get everything. I need to get the length. Oh, away. hang on. I got to roll. Hang on. I got to do another roll here. Oh, okay. Oh, I got to take... Oh, I got an appointment. Is that oh, the hang on. Let me just check my phone here, James. Can I... Do you mind if I check my phone? You can do whatever you okay? want. I can do whatever you want. There's only people listening. They want to watch with this. this is, they're waiting with bated breath on this thing. Okay, well... You got it now. Figured it out. Oh. Okay. Yes, I think I think so. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. We're ready to go. All right. Great. Welcome to the Artifact Roadshow. Whoa! What? Uh, wow! That is very heavy. Are you okay? I am. I think I hurt my back. And uh, let me turn off my phone. <laughs> I'm so, so rude. Wow! That is just your phone is blowing up. They, they, people are concerned that you may have been injured by what yeah. carrying this. It's a, ma- it's a magic item. Uh, wow! That's the the phone of annoyance. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, uh, so what you see is this little man drops about a four foot long, appears to be as a wood, long wood shaft, and almost like a hammer like end on it, like a pointy end of made of like iron at the end. Four foot? About four feet. Uh-huh. And it's got like almost like a hammer like and it comes to a metal point. Wow. Hmm. And there what? it is. So what uh, brings you here to the artifact roadshow? Well, I was um, I was was going through an old trunk that mm-hmm. I own of my my great grandfather's, and there was a bunch of stuff in there, and and this was one of the items that was in there, and um, I thought it might be valuable. Okay. Well, uh, tell me about your grandfather. My my grandfather. Was so my grandfather, he was he was what they would call a back in the day because this was a long time ago. Right, this was they would call him a a fighting a fighting man, fighting man, huh? A fight a fighting man. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, and he went out to he. And was, you're not a fighting man, obviously. He, uh, 
I I I I I was a fight. I couldn't. Oh, really? Well, I had bone spurs, <laughs> and I couldn't. You got kicked out. Yeah, I wanted to. Right. Very much so. That is very that much is, so. They, they're very. They were very selective back in the <laughs> they, day. They were, and so uh, my 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 great grandfather. He was he was he was. A, they they called him. They called him a, a footman. Is is, okay. is what is what they would call him, uh, and um, he he wasn't a rider. He wasn't on the horse. Right. He was in the infantry. Yeah, he was an infantryman. And they would carry, what I was told is that they would carry, his, he carried this into battle. Wow. And he fought, he fought against, he fought against the orcs. The orcs? The orcs, um, and he killed many orcs. Wow. Uh, if you look, can I show you? Can sure. I look, if you look here. Oh, could you turn that over? Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, this is oh. extremely heavy. Yes. Yeah. Your bone uh, spurs are... I've run through your whole body. It seems a little bit lighter to you, though, than maybe. Ah. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem as heavy to you as maybe with you. Okay. So you see all these marks? Mm-hmm. So all these marks here are how many orcs he killed. And, and it was interesting because it, he actually killed more orcs. He killed, it was strange, he, they said he killed about 5% more wow. orcs. Orcs than anybody than 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 your average right. than your average um, fighter. If so, so he, do you have twins that run through your family? Do I have twins? Twins. Yes, twins run through your family. No, not twins. Okay, because no. I've heard that they've done studies with fighting men who are twins, and they give them different types of weapons, and they see some of the weapons are five. They're five percent better because all things are the same at that. That's why I was curious. Oh, I no no no. So, he was part of the study to evaluate the efficacy of. Different types of no, they just the story that's been handed down is that that he he was able to kill five percent more more orcs. He seemed to hit orcs five percent more wow than everybody else, and they were all very impressed with him. He got he got and 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 I have also brought I don't know if these are worth any, but I brought some from from his the, the medals. Oh, the medals! Okay. He, he he won, as you'll see here, uh, for for outstanding service in the war against war against the orcs. In, in, so, uh, well, and that was unfortunate because that was near the Pumjars, right? Where they, where unfortunately the humanoids eventually took over. But it was a lost. It was a valiant, It was the lost cause that they were fighting. Well, yes, yeah, so they returned his body with this way. <laughs> very nice. They returned his weapon and these medals. Right to uh, to uh, to him. Yes, they said something about. Um, I don't know something about a low dexterity got got him in at the end at the end of it all something oh, about that oh because he wasn't able to get out of the way of the orcish horse they said something about a dex of four is that bad can you even be a fighter I don't know that I think you yeah. can only be a cleric if you have a dexterity yeah I think they said yes five yeah so I think something the DM had said something about a mistake had been made if he couldn't even be a fighter and he was killed off and sent home and so we he rests in the cemetery and he shouldn't even have they said he shouldn't even have been using this weapon because it, it draws blood, apparently. Oh, jeez. Yes. So, um, so yes, this is a very common weapon that was issued to the, the forces in the central part of Greyhawk and, and again, in the, the Wild Coast area and the Pumjarge area where the great humanoid battles... Um, so... Uh, anyway, so the, uh, I'm going to say that, you know, your, your great grandfather, correct? He was a man of great renown, obviously to get a weapon like this, it's clearly, uh, well-made, um, in spite of the fact that, uh, it's been through a lot of battles, it's still very serviceable. It seems to have maintained its luster 
And so, um, again, this would be a standard weapon that a foot soldier would get. It's, uh, it's typically called a, um, a pickaxe, a military pick, a footman's military pick, it looks oh, like. Oh, very interesting. That's, that's my guess. I have not heard that. Um, you know, some other places just call it a pick or a pickaxe, but this is a, a military footman's pick. It's, it has a lot of uh, uses. It's, it's not as good as a weapon, but... Big holes and other things. I've been it. using it for gardening. That's right. Hoeing. Do a lot of hoeing. It goes with faster it. than a five percent faster. Five percent faster. So, um, I, I think you're very fortunate. Uh, I, so, you, would you like to sell this at this point, or? Oh well, I don't. I don't think I would. I'd ever sell this, but I would be interested to know um, if I did decide to sell this. Uh, along, of course, you know, with his medals. That's right, with medals. I don't know if he'll be praising those separately. Um, if I was to sell this, let's say, at an auction, mm-hmm. uh, how much do you think uh, this uh, would, would sell for? Okay, you think? Well, look, let's see. Uh, uh, I, would argue, I would say that in its condition and the history behind it, because it's obviously an item that was used in the wars, there's a lot of nostalgia for that war and the lost cause. Did the, did, the, did the marks for the dead orcs, would that increase its value? Uh, well, you know, it could be how many comrades are falling. It really doesn't say orcs on it. It just has a number. I mean, you're implying that. A lot of times soldiers would write, they would mark how many fallen comrades. So maybe he was the last one and he was just marked on Oh, how many right. How many have died? He may have not hit any of them. He might have how many times he was hit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, I would that's still worth something. So I'm I'm going to say that this is probably worth at auction about uh, seventy five hundred gold pieces. Wow. Well, maybe I'll have to uh, reconsider. And um, and the medals? Uh, the medals aren't worth anything by themselves. <laughs> now, if you I had, melted them down. huh? If I melted them down. If you melt them down, they're probably worth I don't know fifty silver pieces. Because unfortunately, by that time, if you see, if you scrape them off, there's actually wood underneath them. Not much. Oh. The war was going very bad oh, at that my. point. This is, this is a medal of attendance, this one here. I see, yes. Medal of participation. Right, right. Medal of surviving, the, uh, right. not getting dysentery. Right, most improved. Most <laughs> improved pickaxe man. Yes. These aren't very, you know, very, at this part of the thing, pretty much we get, people are getting medals for. So maybe I'll hold on to the medals. Yeah. And unfortunately, the posthumous medals, you have to go to the central office uh, mm-hmm. to see if they had any posthumous. Those may be worth something like the number of blows he took from an orc, uh, that kind of thing. So oh. I, I wish you the best. This is a very fine specimen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, good job. So you think this is a what? A military pickaxe. Footman's pickaxe. Mag- magical? Magical, yes. How plus, much? Plus one. You are correct, sir. Hey! It is indeed a military pick plus one. Uh, you uh, you made the guy a little too happy though. Yeah. Twenty five hundred. Only twenty five hundred. Only twenty five hundred. I knew it wasn't worth a lot, but I didn't think it was that. But was that nicely done. Twenty five hundred. Well, that was a good description. So yes. Well, I looked pick. it up. That's right. That was good. <laughs> you know, I had to. I that, didn't wing that one. Military pickaxe. So um, we're gonna. Uh, we see the scourge is out here. The scourge wants to come on. Of course, anytime we have the scourge on, it's always a good day. Uh, we're going to bring him on. We're going to take a quick storm giant break, storm uh, intermission, and get uh, Vic on. So we'll be right back. Get exclusive content, a behind the screen look at the podcast, and a chance to play with Dan and James. 
Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grog talk. And we are back. Oh, my God. We are back. We see you. Uh, Look who we have on. Vic Dorso, runner of the one, the first, and now second DaveCon. Congratulations. Welcome, sir. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Finger, very much. So what's going on with you guys besides uh, COVID and the rest of the nonsense? Oh, geez. I mean, it's like I can't, as, as you said, I can't, uh, tired of failing my saving throws. It's gotten really, <laughs> gotten really annoying. Well, hey, you got a bonus. You have a uh, nursing professor, you know, over there so that you're, you're well taken care of and you, you graduated a kid this week, you know, so you got you got everything going on over there. Well so. taken care of. That's interesting because you stayed at my house, Vic. Uh, my wife is not the most sensitive person. I don't think she even asked me how I was doing. She's like, <laughs> if you're not bleeding out of an orifice, you're fine. You're, See, you're that's the problem because she's seen things that are really bad. Right, right. I'm well, not. Hold it, hold it. You realize that, that you've had three sons. She's seen everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like, oh. You're not bleeding, so you're not dead yet. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're still ambulatory. If you're not out of the, if you get out of the bed, she's not worried about it. You know. Exactly. So at Dan's house, if the same thing happened, it would probably be a, a catastrophe in the making. Oh yeah, indeed. I'd be like rushed to the hospital. <laughs> so 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 Vic, so Vic, we you know this is really the first time we were able to talk to you post a Dave Con. So. Um, again, congratulations. I, I think people, if they've never run a convention, and you've gone you know, above and beyond it, you had to rent the room, book the guests, do all that. Uh, how'd it go? Um, how'd it go? And, and what's, what's your lessons that you learned? And what are you planning for this upcoming? Because I know you're, well, still, you're working on it right now. Lessons learned. It's, it's, uh, we're going to go with the keep it simple, stupid method because... Uh, I've learned from Gary Kahn, I've learned from what well, game game hole and I've went to these other conventions and and you really when you look when you go to these things and you see what's going on and you're just like, why do the conventions do that when it's just more work? And and that's why um DaveCon didn't have t shirts except for you could order them online. Right. Uh, because number one is I don't know what the size of Dan is compared to James, compared to myself, compared to somebody else. And ordering T-shirts can be a, 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 a horrible idea. And oh, then it's you're such stuck, a pain in the ass. Then you're stuck with 25%. Uh, I don't know how many that you guys got stuck with, but you're stuck with tw- at least 25% of the stock sitting there in your in your drawers. You know, going, we got we got Ooh. about six six left. We did pretty well because for us, the site I used allowed people to pre-order and put their size in. And we didn't order a whole bunch more than that because, uh, but you're right. If you don't, if you, how do you know what you, how much you're going to end up with? But it's, that's why next year uh, or this year when we do it, you're going to order it from the site and, and it's just going to come directly to you. I'm not even going to deal with it. And that's, and that's, that's, that's what I was doing, except for you know, in my swag bags. I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, I ordered I it. Some yeah. cups for everybody. So, oh, nice. And a coffee cup is does just fine for everybody in right. the in their household or whatever. You can walk around the house, and your wife isn't going to say anything, or you know. And uh, we gave dice away in our swag bags. We gave two modules, flipping and turning. Uh, 
I don't remember what else we gave in there, but uh, yeah, we had a dice bag and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was our swag bag this year. But uh, conventioneering is is a business. It is a business, and you're going to need time to do this. Like, uh, you're going to have Dan's legal expertise probably for a little bit of this because right now I'm going through contracts from two different hotels that's just, you know, when I'm driving around, it's just sort of like, oh, God. And then you're negotiating back and forth. So you got to be part Elon Musk and stuff like that so to get the uh, everything together. And then you got to start getting swag together. you got to contact artists and, and vendors and everything else. It, it, it is, I, I have a whole new respect for Craig. Greg, you know, Craig that does yep. uh, Crucible, Grogcon, or Grogcon, uh, Luke Gygax, uh what is his name? Kramer, Alex Kramer for Game Hall. I mean, it's it it is a it is a whole new game, and then you got to wrangle guests up and arrange transportation and all that kind of stuff. So it's 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 a, and then you got to deal with people like uh, Justin Lanassa and and, and uh, Griff Morgan, who who uh, went out of their way to try to spoil Dave Kahn because. God forbid somebody else does something better than them. Well, you know? I think that's, you know, um, uh, I don't know if people understand some of the alleged controversy that, that's part of it. So just I'm going to recap quickly and you fill in the thing of it. So um, for those who don't know, and that's, a lot of people don't know the history, that, you know, much of D&D's origins come from Minneapolis. It's not just Lake Geneva. and. Correct. That history is being reclaimed for a lot of folks uh, through the work um, that you're doing and others because you live there. And so uh, there was a movie that came out, uh, Secrets of Blackmore, which was a, a documentary trying to show the value and the contributions. Well, um, there seems to be a, a thing of, well, if it's not part of that team that does that, then it's not associated with it. And and. Vic's like, well, wait a minute, I live here, I know these people, I'm going to run my own convention. And so that's, that's the genesis of this idea that no one has license to claim uh, how, how to move that forward. Is that a fair, quick, how, do, how we got here? And then, of course, oh, it went correct. worse. Correct. And, 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 well, some people think they have, they're entitled to do it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, you've been given, well, it's been over 10 years since Dave Arneson has died. And they've had all this time to get their stealth, their S together, and they haven't. And then a few years ago, a, a friend of mine who runs the Source Comics and Games up here named Burl Zorn said, hey, if you want to run DaveCon, go for it. Take the name, do whatever, run the convention. So that's what I did. I went and trademarked it. You know, I, I uh, incorporated. I did everything, all the legal things I needed to do ahead of time and then i said fine i'm running davecon and of course i announced it at, at grogcon on your show yeah. that of course brought the plethora of um hate because of uh uh certain emails were sent out by uh uh parties that are mad at myself for not inviting them to do the thing and i i chose to not invite divisive people and People who try to, uh, how should we say this? Pilfer my pocket, you know. How should we say this? Says it bluntly. 
<laughs> Pilfer my pocket because they thought they were entitled yeah. to come to the, come to Dave Gone. And it was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not that type of person. And this is a convention where I want everybody to come and have a good time. And from all accounts, and you guys have seen it, and you know, even Tim Cast made a video about it. Everybody did basically have a great time. I only heard a couple complaints, and those are mainly due to some of the things I put on the website, thinking that uh, there's going to be some protesters that show up. But alas, nobody showed up, and we didn't have to do anything uh, outside the norm. You know, I think it would have been better if protesters had shown up. Right. I think we have a lot to learn from Vic. Hmm. And this is where I was going with the idea of JimCon. Right, JimCon, right. Wait, right. We Wait. could call it DaveCon because Dave Arneson worked at Full Sail. I mean, he, he taught there. <laughs> Orlando, that's right. Let's just call it DaveCon South. And so then, yeah, so I, then. I can license that name, but let's see here. Uh, pass me a penny and I'll, I'll license see, it. So, South. so then we can have people protesting because they're not sure which DaveCon, which DaveCon are you talking about? Yeah, it's, 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 that's that. Uh, and I think if we learned anything from this is, is protest is maybe a good thing. Right. Yeah. Dave Kahn has gotten more attention. Right, because of it. There's no such Gr thing Gr as bad. Like, people, are, people are blogging about Dave right. Kahn. They're posting about Dave exactly. Kahn. They're, they want to boycott Dave we, I wish people... We're so insignificant. No one even wants to... No, they no don't even think about boycotting right. us. Please. Right. Well, we're, we're a bunch of people LARPing through life. That's the difference. Right. More on fame. Oh, yeah. So, I remember that remark. <laughs> well, and, it, and so... I know that some people have questioned why you didn't have more photos and things of Dave, things like that, Dave. But my understanding is, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you, you were concerned about that because certain people had suggested that maybe, you know, that, that you, you shouldn't be doing that, that you, you don't have the authority to do that, we control that. You would have loved, my understanding is you would have loved Dave Arneson's family to have been involved as part of this, right? But you right. were not and, and, certain people. And the invitation was extended. But remember, I was told a long time ago by certain parties that I was never supposed to contact Dave Arneson's family. And I've respected that wish 100%. I never directly you know, talked to them. I did go through... I called David Wesley. David Wesley, of course, came to Dave Con, and I said, David, if you want to contact, you know, Dave Arneson's family and see if they want to come, the invitation's open and wide open for them to come. So I, I've had held true to whatever I've been told by people. And, you know, I've researched, you know, any good con would research or gain, you know, even Carlos would say this, Carlos listening, he would say, you know, research what you're doing before you do it and go through the legal hoops to make sure you don't step on anybody's toes. And 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 that's my suggestion for everybody. If you're gonna if you're gonna create a module, a book or something, do some research. It really isn't that hard, you know, and you won't get in trouble with anybody. So Yeah, and, and so and, and and so my understanding is if you're not using a lot of photos of Dave Arneson, you're at my understanding is you were actually being respectful because you didn't want there to be any sort of suggestion that you're using things that maybe, perhaps, arguably, I don't know, belong to the Arneson estate or whatever. So, because I know I've seen those comments online that why wasn't there more about Arneson? But I feel like you maybe were put in a little bit of a difficult position. You should have put QR respect. codes for name and likeness uh, things so they could. 
NFTs of, that he could have sold. Well, well, here, here's another thing. I was threatened legally by by somebody, and I I and I, I I questioned the legality of it because it was, but since it was sit, sit, sitting there, and I was balancing the the thing, going, do I want to do this or do I want to get? You know what I mean? And I didn't want to go through because it was a first year con that I didn't want to go through the legal. Um, how do you want to say that the legal the legal BS to um, sort out if if I was able to use the images or not. So I just chose not to at this point in time. But now that I've got more time, I'm able to research the images and and see who owns copyrights to certain stuff so that I can either reach out and contact them and ask them if I can use it, or I just say, well, I know this party, I'm not even going to bother even trying. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and of course, I only had from October to to you know, the first week of April, basically, to get the con together. And there's a lot more important things to get a con together than worrying about some image that somebody is, you know, could possibly have a copyright on, you know, so. Well, and it's, and, 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 I, and I have no idea about, I mean, I, I don't know anything about the members of Dave Arneson's estate. So I'm not talking about members of Dave Arneson's estate. But right. beyond that, outside of that, I, I think... I thought we were all sort of on the same team, but I right. don't know. Yeah, it's a bit fun. of a shame. I mean, I, I tell you, I mean, I thought, you know, the, the work that has been done to keep Dave Arneson's memory alive, was, I think, has been great by, by many different people. And, and, and we're, we're, we are actually fans, right? So I right. guess, you know, you, you can like the product. You know, the product can be great. Doesn't necessarily mean that you see eye to eye with with the, the person behind it. But I, we're all three of us are fans of the products that yes. are being produced by 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 people who are Dave Arneson fans. So, but it's a it's a shame. Uh, but I think I think that you know, for people who are 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 inclined to be critical about the convention, I think for a first time convention. I think Vic, what you did was extremely impressive. Um, yeah, unbelievable. We were we were happy to get 30 people right. last time. I mean, our target now is like we're hoping to get maybe 50. Right. Five zero right. people. Right. Uh, and, and you exceeded that. And, and we've not had any, I mean, we've had people, you know, we've had, you know, well-known people, but certainly not people like the stature right, that exactly. Vic got. I mean, Vic lined up people, you know, gaming legends. Yes, that's right. Uh, and so to put together a convention the first time with that amount of guests, uh, and and the special guests for a first time, that's pretty impressive. It's you can, great. You can't compare you can't compare a convention like this to Gary Khan. You just yeah, can't, it's, right? It's not you the can't. same. You can't. And I don't want to be a Gary right. Khan. Who, who who wants to be a Gary Khan? You've got twenty five hundred participants at Gary Khan. That is a that is a complete business. That is that is two full. I think I think somebody told me that Luke Gygax has two people working full time on Gary Khan year round yep. and i can believe it you know i mean i could see i could see people doing 60 70 hours a week leading up to gary con and i just it would just be crazy it would be nuts to do something like that now next year i do have room you know i'm working on the contracts right now for the hotels and it looks like i'm going to have enough room for 200 participants i've already invited my car ernie gygax who's already accepted my car's already accepted David Wesley's already accepted. Bill Hoyt's already accepted. 
I've got invitations out to some people in Hollywood. I'm, I've got the information to send them to... Um, I'm not liberty to say anybody's name really yet because it's they haven't responded back. But uh, let's put it this way. A couple of these people will be, if I can get, convince them to come, it will be a showstopper next year. Great. So, And uh, it's going to be a fun thing. But I am, I'm looking for feedback from all the Grog Talk listeners and stuff like that. And I will have a special code up, I think, in a couple of weeks here. For them to get a discount, for Grog Talk listeners to get a discount to come to DaveCon. Wonderful. Uh, I'm l- looking for suggestions for the swag bag. No t-shirts, though. <laughs> I mean, last year I handed out I handed out direction dice. I handed out Who Knew Dice by Kapoor Games. I handed out a regular set of dice. That was all inside the this coffee cup and a dice bag and... Uh, and three, and of course, we're going to have a new flipping and turning. I'm talking to Robert Ritchie about having another special DaveCon special flipping and turning, and I'm talking to Carlos Lissing and some others about another module. So oh, nice! Maybe a couple, couple modules again inside the uh, inside the swag bag. But what else could I give? Or did somebody else have different ideas? You know, I mean, that would be. I'd really like to see that, you know, some ideas from people. Well, so. we have the Discord channel on our Grog Talk server for DaveCon. Um, so yep. go out there, give your suggestions if you're out there. Vic is a regular poster out there, so he, he listens to that. Um, and, you know, I think that's, it really comes to your, like you said, to your point is this is not your full-time job. You want to, you're, you're trying to maximize the value that people get uh, from that. And, again, giving discount codes is great. Uh, what do you know the dates that it's going to be at this point? It is going to be April thirteenth through the sixteenth. We are going to have a pre-convention dinner. Uh, last this last this last DaveCon, we had Tim Cass, David Wesley, and Ernie Gygax there at the pre-convention dinner, and um, it was a good 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 time by everybody. Everybody was talking and stuff and. Uh, we even had uh, Robert Ritchie was there, and I introduced him and some of the guys with brand new games like Mystic Days. Oh, wow. And, and um, oh, another gentleman here from Minneapolis, he had a, cards for um, you can incorporate into your games. So, um, yeah, we'll be doing a lot of that. Uh, new games and stuff. We'll be having some booths and stuff like that. I hope that you and Dan are able to come up and do a broadcast. That is the plan. Barring another trip to the hospital, uh, not having another trip to the hospital, I, I am tending and going. So, so yeah, I, I really got, uh, I've already told each of the guests that uh, you're sort of on, they're on the hook for a uh, some interview by you guys. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, you know, I think uh, we've interviewed a couple of them and then we had a good time with them and they didn't put a restraining order out. So I think they're, they're generally okay with us. Well, we sort of failed on the David Wesley. We didn't really get a, the, the video of him and talking. Yeah, to that, was, that was, uh, that was, that uh, was early on in the podcast. And that was probably a bridge too far to be doing a remote thing from full sale with everything else. That was, that was a stretch. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, Mike Carr is a great guy to talk to and stuff like that, and, and he'll look we forward. Have, we're trying, on the deck, right? Aren't we trying to get him on? Yep, we need to identify our dates for the okay. future. Yes. So we can let him know our summer dates. The dates of the future, but yeah, having him 
I, I would like to do something, like you said, a booth that people could just come and do an interview. That sounds great. Yeah, well, and then, then we've, got, we've got space for that. I'm just, just trying to figure out what's the optimal space for you guys where it's less noise, you know, but you still have people, guests stopping in to see you guys and stuff like that. So Put us in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I, I don't want to put you in the corner, but I don't want to have you guys having so much background noise that you have a problem. You know what I'm saying? No one puts James in the corner. <laughs> no one puts me in the corner. So uh, April 13th through the 16th, and it's yep. going to be at a new venue, correct? You're... Yep. And and here's the bonus. Okay. I got a bonus. If you buy through the Dave Kahn um, event, tabletop events, you're going to be able to get your hotel rooms. Your everything is going. You're going to be able to get everything right through tabletop events for Dave Con, and you will get my discount. Ah. My discount for rooms is going to is steeper because I'm buying so a block of rooms already. Right. You're going to be you're getting my discount for the rooms cheaper than you would be able to go directly through whichever hotel I'm going through. So, I mean, that's the way it's, that's the way they've written these contracts so far. So, okay. Just, there's going to be, there's going to be like a diamond, there's going to be diamond gold or yeah, diamond platinum gold and silver tickets. And then there's going to be day tickets. There's going to be youth tickets. So if you, somebody wants to bring their children or child along, there's going to be discounted youth tickets. There's also going to be, um, the pre-convention dinner, there'll be slots available for that. And so I should have all that up here by time, I would say within about a week or so. I okay, first have great. To get, I have to get these contracts signed and back to the hotels and start negotiating food prices and all kinds of, you know, it's, it, it is a, it's like running a village. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why when Craig offered to host us, we're like, Sounds great. Thank you very much. Though last year, after the euphoria of a good show, Dan and Rob were like, we should do I'm like, no, not doing it. Finally, they calmed down. Yeah, we realized how good we have it. You, 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 you let us, you can, well. well because I knew I would be the one doing you, the work. A lot of it would land on you. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. Well, and you're, yes, yes. Well, and that's why when Vic retires, it's going to be perfect. Because now he'll have three or four years under his belt, and he can run. He'll just take over. He'll just take it over uh, and do a, a million times better clearly. job. Yeah. And we just we do we. Uh, I'm going to need a budget, guys. Yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> that'll be part of it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we work with Craig on. This will probably be the first year we'll actually have a budget. And we, I mean, we have a budget. We 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 would work through that. So the, so the advantage of that is, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. So. Um, great to see you. I'm so glad uh, that that went well, and we're looking forward to the next year. And again, I'm going to, to, when you're going to post that on Discord and let us know when the when the link to Tabletop is is good to go, so they can buy these packages. Right, and like I said, I'm just waiting on the hotel to finally come back with the right number, and then I'm going to say, okay, then I can fire, every, you know, turn it all on and let everybody go and do their thing and stuff like that. So. Um, Wow. Anything else I need to talk about? Um, anybody? Oh, well, hey. How about some people that maybe, I don't know if anybody here is Empire of the Petal Thrones. Uh, we're going to we're gonna do a little M.A. Barker stuff. Oh, wow. Because he's from Minneapolis. Wasn't he? Didn't he live up there in Minneapolis? Yes. Right, right. 
Yep, yep. He was from Minneapolis. He died about 10 years ago. And we're going to do some M.I. Barker stuff here at the uh, Dave Con next year and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's going to be another another thing to add to the pile of... Well, the thing that I was disappointed was is Bromstein to be able... Because, again, Dave's getting up in age. You, if you want right. to really feel how it was back in the day, that's an opportunity. Well, and that's something, too, that we did at DaveCon that's sort of new. Um, they might do it at some other conventions. We make buttons for um, sort of like the old Scourge of the North buttons. You guys know what these look like. Uh, we make these buttons for each of the certain games. that You play in these games with David Wesley or somebody like that. You get a button that says, I played Bronstein with David Wesley, or I played uh, Bananio with David Wesley, or I played the first campaign game, or whatever. We make those buttons up so that, uh, you, you know, it's something for you to go away from DaveCon with, and you can, you know, it's something, you know, there's you're, you're, a little piece of the swag at the, at the convention, you know. Well, and, and I think, you know, Dan mentioned this. Try to get in these games at GaryCon. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's harder. It's much harder. I mean, you can get in, but it's yeah. I mean, you you got to compete quick. with more people. You got You're going to compete with a lot more people. Yeah, and it's going to be oh. noisier and everything else. Yeah, and and we're going to have a separate. Um, we're going to have a separate room next year for the Legends of Role Playing, like Ernie Gygax and them, and we're going to make it so that and Ernie takes. You know, Ernie, I miscalculated. Completely with Ernie on, on buttons, and I could have gave him seventy-five buttons, and he would have handed them all out. But uh, he only had twenty-five this year. So if you're one of the few that got, you know, one of those buttons, you've got swag that's worth more than you know walking out the door than you did walking in. You know, it's just, so we're gonna be. You know, Ernie does about sixteen people per game and stuff like that. I, my car, I guess, is up to twenty. So I'm gonna be. You know, there's going to be a lot of swag going around and floating around and stuff like that at Dave Con and stuff like that. So, um, and then we're going to run our game. Huh? <laughs> I was telling Dan, and then we'll run um, something. Yes. Gnome yeah. Skull. Gnome Skull. Yeah. Okay. We won't. We won't tell anybody the secret to Gnome Skull. You can run no, that. You can't, that's right. You can't know the secret. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Anything else that we need to do? Artists, if anybody wants to be artist at DaveCon, contact me the, um, the, through the DaveCon website. Okay. Uh, we're looking for artists and uh, vendors. And I don't know what else we need to do besides uh, get you guys to bring up a GrogCon uh, banner for, you know. Oh, yeah. so we'll definitely. Yep, we'll definitely we be doing that. that up at uh, DaveCon and maybe you guys can generate some tickets to go down the. To Orlando yeah, we'll definitely give away some things for the thing because again, it's where we want to support your show, want to support your event, and because you've been a great supporter of ours, it's totally fine. So, well, sir, it's great seeing you. Say hello to the Strangler for us. Like I said, we're going to we're so excited that the previous event went well. That you're still, uh, did you get the post uh, convention euphoria? Because I see you moving forward. I mean, Dan and I were always dread the first, you know, two weeks before, and then once we have it, we're very excited. It's always fun to keep going. Well, yeah, I, I was I was very happy with with how the things went. Um, the auction went well and everything else. So you guys, if you got any extra swag you want to bring up to sell at the auction, you, you may bring some up. And uh, you know, 
I mean, other conventions give swag out, and I saw some of that stuff come into our auction, yeah. and you know, it's like, and I brought some of mine down to down to DairyCon. Yeah. So it's you know, little cross promotional stuff always works. Sure. And stuff like that. So, and you know, I've been a friend of GrogCon since the start, so I, I'm just looking forward to coming down again and. In October, early October, yeah, and late September, thirtieth through the second, and so if you've not played in in Vic's game, it's worth it's worth it's worth a beatdown. I mean, it's worth a try. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't call it a beatdown; just a lesson in, in being cautious. That's, Let's put it that that's way. That's right. Don't charge it, your knights into uh, to attack right, the rabbit, right. something like that. Yeah, or or, or charge them, or, or be very fast and make sure you don't screw around. You know. That's that. you screw around and you're gonna die quickly, you know. So, um, other than that, God, I wish you guys a great day down there in Florida, and and, uh, and we'll see you guys in yeah, come, I don't, we'll see you in a little bit, absolutely. Well, well, I, I'd like to, we, we've got to do another live play in the next few weeks, too, and we're gonna do our summer convention tournament for Gary Gygax Day. So, Vic, it's always a pleasure, congratulations again, and we will talk to you real soon. I, uh, take care, and once you get those links, send it to me because we want to promote that. We're, we're, I'm excited to go up there in April to see see the soiree. The soiree. <laughs> well, it'll be like I said, it'll be after Easter, so you guys will be able to have it with your wife and kids, and and then then get on an airplane and have a relaxing time playing some games. Ab- so. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> take take care, Vic. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Right. Have a good day. Bye bye. All right, Mr. Dorso. Good okay. to see him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, glad he wanted to come well, on. I know he's uh, he's rightfully proud of the success that he had. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.